Hello, bonjour, jumbo, and welcome to the GEMS podcast where everything is authentic, transparent, and evolving. My name is Oprah, and I'll be your host today. And I have with me Amoya. Hi, everybody. I have Shanique. Welcome back. And I have Sharika. Hey. Hi, how are you guys feeling today? Are you guys excited for another episode? I am. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, and today we'll be discussing cultural experiences. And I know a lot of you guys know now that I'm African from the Democratic <laughs> Republic of Congo. So, guys, where are you guys from? Well, I'm from Jamaica, born and raised for, well, I guess, the first part of my life, I guess. Shadiq? <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out later why I side. <laughs> She's Jamaican. Uh, I'm American. Good but raised you. Jamaican. Whatever. If you know, you know. Whatever. It's... I'm also American. My parents are from the island of Jamaica. Yep. Okay. So as we can see, like we have three Jamaicans and one African. Not really broad, but you know, we'll be discussing <laughs> more stuff. And you guys will learn a little bit more about like our culture and how that affects how we see the world and our views in life. So one question I have is, what are some things that define your culture? Amoya? Well, I think for me, I could say for Jamaican people are very prideful people. Like, you know, wherever you will always see a Jamaican somewhere with the, well, it's gold, green and black, right? And then also, too, like our music. I think reggae music is the best. I don't care what anyone else says. No lies detected. But I think it's the best. Um, and how else I would define my culture is that, you know, we're in an island. I think I grew up with my grandfather being a farmer, my grandmother being an igla. I don't know what else you call them. Up <laughs> in American. That's what it is. And well, like, give some context for those who wouldn't um, understand. Igla, what you know, is. she would sell whatever my grandfather farmed. <laughs> so, you know, so that's, I don't know what else. I feel like asking culture is such a you know gigantic topic in its sense so but i'm jamaican um i do not smoke weed um, <laughs> I she can't. went there i just, right. I just have dreads <laughs> so like you know but yes we do have it's an island it's warm 365 days per year because we're close to the equator um we were colonized by the british um, so a lot of what we do, how we learn in school is kind of British centered. Mm -hmm. um, we spell some words differently, like how we spell center in America, like C-E-N-T-E-R. -E -E we spell it with the R before the E. What? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of what we do. Um, so, I mean, I'll come back to talking about being Jamaican, but for the most part, that's kind of what we do. Also, our schools, we wear uniform to school mm -hmm. all the way through high school, yeah, right? We, we all too. wear uniforms to be uniformed and they kind of prefer you to be natural in all forms, natural hair, natural everything, no makeup whatsoever in school. So okay. a little bit about me. Just to do a little plug, like with the language, um, by nature, I just love words. So, like, um, in Jamaican culture and in English culture, mm -hmm. um, the the like the operating room is called the theater. I love right, that. Right. <laughs> I yes. love that. It's the so theater. cool I mean, because I mean it is a performance. Art? Right. Art surgery is a performance. I think that's dope. So yeah. Okay, and Sharika, I know that you you grew up here. You were born and grew up here, but you're still Jamaican. Is there? <laughs> do you think it's different for you in terms of like being raised in Jamaica and here of uh, and being Raised by Jamaican parents in America. In America, yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> I think that um, I have the values and, you know, everything that they have instilled in me. That's why I've, I hold very tight to the culture because that's all I know. You know, I guess I was born in America, but I don't know any much. <laughs> like what right. Black Americans do, African-Americans like would do. Like there's certain stuff that I'm not familiar with and like things that they favor and they enjoy. I'm like, no, that's not how I was raised. You know, mm-hmm. everything in my household was surrounded by Jamaican culture, food, language, discipline, you know, what was proper, what was not proper. So um, definitely uh, there is a difference because obviously, you know, in terms of like, you know, not I want to say like passport, but I wasn't born there. <laughs> here, right? You know, there is a there is a difference because the struggles that they had to face, I never had to go through. You know, right. Right. I'm grateful for them because they allowed this platform for me to be here in America. But yeah, I definitely hold like very tight to the culture and how I was raised and I implement it every day in my life. Right. Okay. And also, too, I wanted to throw it out there like uh, Patois. We speak Patois in Jamaica, but it is just broken English. It's not its own like right. language <laughs> right. out of anything. But it's also very difficult for other non-Jamaicans to understand. So they then consider it a language, but it's really just broken English. I mean, I had it. I got right. it. English, <laughs> English, English, like England, because there are a lot of stuff we say that are not American. Mm-hmm. Just for you guys, listeners out there. Okay, so some things that define my culture, I would say music is also, and food and dancing. Congolese, they love to dance. They'll dance everywhere. The weddings, <laughs> they are so like lit and just, you know, over the top. So those are the things that define that. And what will be one thing that surprised you about other cultures? If you met like people from other countries or anything, what's one thing that surprised you? How Shanique? ignorant I am. Oh, said, sorry, I just thought out there how ignorant I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because what the world shapes as how other cultures are. Like, I'm like, I never knew that. Like, I never knew like that's really how things went. But you right. know, movies, what other people say, right? It's like you're like, oh, so they're all like that, and then you learn. You're like, wait a minute, that's totally wrong. Right. right. So I would say the ignorance, the my lack of knowledge, and for the uh, other cultures. Mm-hmm. Definitely that for me too, along with um how similar we are. Definitely. Like when sure. like when Moya would share her growing up experiences and then Oprah would share hers and she'd be like, Oh, y'all did that too? I'm like, yeah, girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then she would, and then Oprah would say something and be like, Oh, really? Girl? She'd be like, Yeah, girl, it's the same thing. Just different parts of the world. That's it. Yeah, like the food. I was surprised like you guys like the same way like you cook stuff like we do make like the same food as well mm-hmm. and just the same like the way you guys were raised sometimes like the same things like we do in jamaica we do as well and i'm like oh you know we kind of are the same from. people mm-hmm. um so oprah i know you mentioned music so for you we have reggae we have other things too that mix in but you know reggae what, do, what kind of music do you listen to we have congolese rumba actually oh, oh that's yeah. okay. <laughs> we do have like different you know kind of music but i don't really listen to congolese music that much i mean i love some of them but yeah we're really big on music because you know, reggae has got your heart I oh stop it <laughs> i get it i get it like, she's a conformist she is a i am <laughs> i am so what's one cultural belief that you guys don't agree with something about like I mean, your people believe <laughs> that you just you know you're Child. not with it well i'm gonna take this one okay. um for a lot for a lot of the men the caribbean specifically jamaican men that i know like they really play into like the submissive wife and like the submissive woman who's 
highly domesticated and they do nothing. They we just cater to them. Um, my mama taught me different. <laughs> so like my views like on that are completely different. I, I completely disagree. I think housework is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody Definitely. created the mess so everybody can contribute to like cleaning up the mess because you live here too. Okay. Um, I guess for I would kind of tie into that too. I was thinking, I you know, ethnocentrism. If I'm using that term right, where you think your culture is better than anyone else's, like so, I go back to the fact too. I feel like men kind of feel like entitled to certain things in my culture, and then the woman kind of goes around picking up after him. But so I don't necessarily agree with that. I think you know it's equal on all playing field. Okay. So for me, I would say there's this thing um, in our culture called Kanga Motema. I know you guys are probably like, what is that? Mm -hmm. So there's this like belief. It's basically like when a woman is married, she has to stay no matter what happens. Stay in the marriage? Yeah, she has to endure like everything that happens. And it's actually something that happens there that, you know, you have... Women who are married and Wait. they can sometimes <laughs> be domestic, no, ma'am. like right. let's, let's put the car in park. <laughs> <laughs> let's work like, here. So anything like anything yeah. like he's abusing like abuse? you? Yeah, like there. I know some. Well, some yeah. people are in those situations where it's like they're being abused, but it's and that all goes because you know in our culture they pay the bride price and everything. Right. Got it. So okay. the families, it's basically like once you're gone, you belong. No, to that you belong family. to that oh. family. So there's really. No, like no. I mean, there is an exit if you want to, because some people get the strength to get out. Right. But oh. it's mostly like a lot of people don't. Right. Can that, you bring like a little bit more clarity to the bride price? Because I know, right. like for Western, like mentality, like mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, you're paying for it. Like I, I guess value, monetary value is placed like on it and on a person. On a person. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't believe it is, but I feel like you can bring more clarity to that. Like yeah, so that were actually it's supposed to be more of like a symbol. Where they like the man family will just bring a small amount of money and give it to the woman's family. But I feel like as more time went by, people like just took that to another level. Mm. There's people that would be asking for thousands of thousands of dollars, a lot of things, and now it has lost its value, I would say. Mm-hmm. So now it's more of like a like a money thing. Like a money, money thing, thing instead right. of just being like a symbol like, hey, we value your daughter and this is how much we're giving. Mm-hmm. But now it's more like just like this crazy thing. And it's like. Oh. Right. Because then in my mind, how I interpret, because I've learned about it and I've heard other people discuss it, like is like you're now taking someone away from my family. Then mm-hmm. you're giving this money in hopes that, you know, it help. Because if then if I had my daughter and she was contributing to my family yeah. somehow, mm-hmm. I'm now removing her. As right. someone from your family. So hopefully this money can help you like accommodate that space somehow. And I know it may sound crazy, but that's how I guess I interpreted it when I first heard a bride price. It wasn't necessarily you're paying for the person, but like back in the day with family, I feel mm-hmm. like everybody had a role. Yeah. Right. And now you right. then took my per whatever mm-hmm. that person held. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's really so that's one thing I really don't agree with because I definitely no, believe man. that there's people that you know, are living a horrible, you know, right. life. And they're staying because of those cultural beliefs. That, and sometimes it's the parents that tell them they have to stay. There's wow. Just, wow. You just have to stay and endure. So, so do they, like, step out of, like, say they're not, like, in, they don't like each other anymore. You've cheated. You've done whatever you've done. You abused me. Right. And obviously you're saying they still, they still are tied together because of family-wise. 
Mm-hmm. So do they, oh, I married and I quote that, but they go off to have like another wife or another family. Is that something? Some people when when so when they decide, let's say they decide to divorce or anything, yeah. they'll have the wife's family will have to pay back to give oh, back that bride, bride, bride price. Bride yeah. Oh, wow. They have wow. to give it back. Wow. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. I mean, yeah. in Jamaican culture, because I grew up, you know, in Jamaica for the early part of my years, and I know more common law marriages for Jamaicans. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't more of like, I knew people got married, but for me, most of the adults I lived with, except my grandparents are the exception to the rule, they got married in their 20s. Mm-hmm. They're just very different from what I've known. Like, my other, my mom's parents, they lived together, had seven children <laughs> before they got married. So most of the adults I grew up with, like, they, they lived together, but they were never married. And mm-hmm. it was never... In Jamaican, in the culture, in my family, it was never like, oh, I'm staying if you're abusing me. I always felt like they fought together. It was an equal fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so I, but I've definitely seen like in cultures too in Jamaica, like the woman will still stay in, mm-hmm. a, in a marriage or in a relationship, even though it's a toxic. I feel like that could go along. It's just not through a marriage. Right. I think it's just a different level of pressure, though. Like when right. it's your family, right? Right. Because right. right. it's one thing when it's like your internal ideologies are telling you, like, well, I have to be loyal to this man or this relationship or whatever, or family. Right? right? But it's like their whole family dynamic, and then your whole family, right. and then it. Oh That's my god! Oh my god! That's oh. Because then the, the the bride price, the the whole conception is that you leave your family and then you then merge into this, family. this yeah. other family yeah i know in certain like i know i have other african friends or acquaintances where it's just like now it's our wife like yeah. the son's mom like calls you like my wife you know everybody's like this is yeah. my wife and then does it then equate so the mother-in-law could also abuse you and father-in-law and brother and all those people, and then you still have to stay, or is we just the spouse? I mean, it does happen in some instances oh, where they have like this bad just, mothers in law. Wow. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, but it's something. But I, I think with the new generation, people are trying to bring awareness to that, so they're talking more about it. Right. Because the older generation, it was it was really bad. Right. It's it's a lot of people that just stayed because you know right. that's what they had to do. I mean, that could be argued for any culture. Right. right. Every, That's true. Every That's dynamic. True. I know, especially in the church culture, like a, a lot of people will stay due to like loyalty and stuff like that. But I don't believe in like staying attached to something that's detrimental to you. Like abuse is never okay. And like, you should never stain something where you're being like physically, mentally, emotionally, um, emotionally, sexually, any type of capacity. Like you're in some type of detriment. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't believe that if marriage is supposed to be reflective of God's love or like reflective of our relationship with Christ, mm-hmm. that's not reflective of his relationship. Mm-hmm. And I don't, bo- he's not like this dictator that you have to stay in this because you, you no, I don't believe right. that. All right. And since we're talking about marriage, so would you, well, for the single ones, Shariki, <laughs> Shariki and myself, would you guys consider dating or marrying somebody from your culture or another culture? Wow. Describe your face to the people, <laughs> y'all. So we can hear the tapping. <laughs> so you know this is a hard one because I don't mind dating outside of my culture. There are certain nationalities that I won't even dare tap into. That's just personally. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, in my culture now. 
you know, there's a certain stuff that they are very, they strongly agree with. Mm-hmm. And they strongly stand for that I cannot tolerate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because those stri- those traits are so prominent, mm-hmm. I can at this this point in my life, as I am at that stage where I'm like, I'm trying to get married. <laughs> um, I don't see myself marrying a Jamaican man. Now, if you have the values um, from Jamaican parents, grandparents, whatever the case is, I can handle that. Mm-hmm. You know, the pride, the like you mentioned, you know, women are supposed to be doing this type of role and this just submissive and you can't say nothing. I'm the man here or whatever. And yes, you, yes, you are the man. I know how the head works in terms of, you know, got, you know, I get that. But the lack of respect and there's certain stuff that I just can't deal with. Now, let me publicly say, I'm not saying all Jamaican men are bad. Right. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that you guys, that all Jamaican men aren't fall into this category. Right. It just in my experience, I haven't had great experiences. And because of that, that's why the way I view my stuff. Right. So I'm like, I would, I would, would, would rather not date someone who is Jamaican. Um, values. Okay. We can work with, I would definitely date outside of my, you know, my culture, another like Afro-Caribbean or whatever, you know, but um, definitely, I'm not for the Jamaican men, and <laughs> that's all. Mary had a little lamb, and you can <laughs> add on a bro. <laughs> that's fair. That's her preferences. Janique. <laughs> I would not date if it if oh, okay. This is so hard. I don't know how to articulate it without um, being sounding terrible. Sounding yeah, but I guess it's just my experience. I it's not my preference. Yeah. Um to to date um people men who have like strong ideologies of like you know the dominant male culture. Preference. I I tried to word that as nicely as I possibly could. I don't know how. I don't know. How else to <laughs> to word that? I think it came across. I I, I hope so. If I offended you, I am sorry, but oh, that's just my experience. Um, but yeah, I think I definitely stand like with Sharika. Like your influence, I, I guess. Um, um, all cultures have like um values that like I can totally get down with. Mm-hmm. But like honestly, it's it's the it's the biblical um values for me. You know what I'm saying? That's that right. like that 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 I would be attracted to. Uh, any toxic traits i don't uh, again i don't see myself like being attracted to that but uh, so i I hope i answered your question without and there's some good safe right absolutely great absolutely absolutely shout out to you you know shouting it out there let the world know there are some great ones out there we would never discredit that it's just like the experiences i've had it has not been Great. Not at all. Not right. at all. No, like it not has not been great. And that's just, you know, my point of view. Right. And that's almost the same thing for me. I wouldn't say I would not marry somebody from my culture, but there's just certain things that and certain mentality I don't agree with. Absolutely. So you have to mm-hmm. kind of be we have to be on the same page like mentally. You can have the cultural like background, the value, but I 
there's just certain things I can't do it with. And in terms of dating or marrying outside of my culture, <laughs> I am open to that. But <laughs> are you sure? Are you really? Well, I am, but you know, it all depends because right. I can't also just go, you know, anywhere. <laughs> but I am open to that. <laughs> what do you mean by anywhere? <laughs> but okay, so you say that. Now my question is because you've We've been, you know, friends and we've uh, right. been around each other for a really long time. And obviously, you know, you have been conformed to Jamaican by just because we you're just on said, a very you Jamaican. Right? Yeah. Welcome. Now, based on what we has per- have presented now, most, you're around most Jamaican women. <laughs> <Lord>. Right. <laughs> right. Because there's not much men, uh, you know, in our in our group so far. So would you date or marry someone who's Jamaican? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> you can be honest here. No, I ain't go. I go find you. Dun, dun. You know, that's the answer. Just, you know, I'll tell your truth. Fifth. Based oh, on you what you plead the fifth. I do. You do plead you? the fifth. Yes, I do. Hallelujah. I Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I wish you were all in your faces because right there's now. an equal balance with I everything. Feel. So that's <laughs> fair. That's I respect fair. that. Okay. I guess. I respect that. She pleads the fifth, y'all. You didn't say no, and you didn't say yes. So that means you're open to the idea. But I can affirmatively say towards the no, but you know, I love I me some African men. Huh? I love me some African. Oh, send them. Um, we know you do. Yeah, I can slide oh, in that DM. Okay, Africa is also a very big continent. Right, Nigerian, Ghana, all of the above. Okay, all of the above. All of the above. Okay. Oh my God. Okay, so we just got to sweet gears a little bit, as you know. Then we're getting a little bit into what they like and stuff, so. We all know that we all see the world through different lenses. Right. And especially, Shanique, you are a preacher's kid. Mm. So how does culture, the church culture, affect how you see the world? Wow. Um, I think one big thing uh, I would want to say, like in high school, um, I was shocked when I found out that... Um, like not all older people were saved. <laughs> like, like, yeah. I was like, what? I was shocked. I said, your grandmama not saved? Like, <laughs> she don't know Jesus. She don't know Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> She's been around for eight years. Right. What do you mean? Right. Like, so all her life? Like, because <laughs> all I knew was church. And like, you know, like all the elders that I'm surrounded by, they're saved. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think um, that was one that was one lens I had to shift. Um, another one. Uh, I, I I would think a couple of things, like when it comes on to like, you know, using substances and just like moral choices. Mm. Um, I just assumed that mm-hmm. everybody, you know, that everybody just thought the same way, right? Mm. Like even, not even associating associating it with the fact that like oh i'm in church right and these are church i well christ idealisms and not, not everybody gets that right? right so i thought like like everybody was just no, saving themselves for marriage right so <laughs> i met right. my shop when they were like wow. well you know i'm not ready i said yeah yeah so um i think that was one and i think what was the I guess that's what I think when I, they're raising the church. Yeah. Right? Like she was literally <laughs> everybody just living a great holy life yeah, right? Right. to this world like <laughs> what? what? <laughs> right. You don't know Jesus? Right? Like what? You don't you don't oh my god. Okay, so this is more specific to Jamaican 
Christian church culture, right? So I didn't know not every church wash feet, like wash feet, like mm. you know, mm-hmm. that like mo- all churches do communion, right. but not everybody wash, wash feet. feet. So oh. when I would talk to like my other Christian friends, they're not specific to like the organization that we're specific to, but um, they're like, oh yeah, we had um communion and i'm like oh yeah foot washing like, i love foot washing so she's like what is feet washing <laughs> <laughs> what you I mean, mean? Right. The said, foot right. <laughs> we are washing Yo, listen <laughs> foot washing service at my church used to be lit yeah like, like coming up it used to be so lit so when they were like oh they don't know what it i said oh okay so this is what we do <laughs> I want to assume it's in the Bible. And this is, of course, like me being like before, like me knowing the word for myself. It was just. Oh, I'm sorry. This is before me um, learning the word for myself. Right. So then I had to learn. I'm like, well, listen, like so in the word of God, you know, like at the Last Supper, Jesus washed his disciples feet as a sign of submission. Right. And then we do it to one another. So like we, we just recreate the Last Supper every single time we take communion. Right. So they're like, oh, yeah, my church not don't do COVID, that. Though, but <laughs> yeah, not since, yeah, not since COVID. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, we haven't done it since COVID. Right. But yeah, um, I think that's it for now. Um, that comes to mind. Through the lens, I guess, like, as I said, like I grew up like transition to america when i was 14 so a lot of the stuff that i i I, how i viewed america through a jamaican lens was very different as well because i was um talking about like even education before i feel like um like when younger children in jamaica are learning what older kids in america are learning so like the education system also too is um i wouldn't I'm not knocking American system, but it was just more advanced in certain things. We're right. learning yeah. That's true. more things. And also too, like um, um, unlike a lot of other Jamaican families, like my grandparents were equal in like their marriage. Like I saw like them sharing duties and one thing wasn't said on one person. Um, so for me, it was very different versus like where I saw my aunts and everybody else, like, whereas like the woman stayed home, she washed, she cooked, she cleaned, she take care of the kids. And then a man will come home and drink a beer, like for other things. So like, you know, I would see, I view lens through like, you know, marriage should be Mm -hmm. equal. Why Mm -hmm. I can see how other people would say like, you know, the woman does all of the house stuff and the man just Mm -hmm. goes out, do what he needs to do. But that wasn't how I viewed lens and also viewed lens of like, for me culture of jamaica is all black nation um, country so when i came it's to amazing. america it wasn't a shock <laughs> to me because then like i had this confidence just in my black skin i'm just gonna throw it out there and like you know when i came it was like you know you have hispanic latino you have caucasian everybody so it was very different to kind of view to channel those lens to like narrow up my lens to see people differently because everybody i knew was my complexion in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't no differences to like then relearn. I feel like I had to relearn a whole nother mm. level of getting to know people because everybody in Jamaica is well mostly black. Now we have some Chinese. Right. Yeah. Mm. Some Hispanic, but primarily our culture is black people. Yeah. Okay. Oh definitely. Mm-hmm. And I'll like just to add a little bit on that too as well. It's almost the same thing for me. I had I would say a mild cultural shock when I came here because mm-hmm. I grew up in Congo and I stayed there until I was 17. And then I came here 
And I think for me, the biggest like cultural shock was how people just behave here. Which <laughs> there's a way that we were raised and there's certain yeah. like values that our parents put in us right. or certain things that we don't do in our culture. And when I came here, I was just like, oh, so this right. is how like, they do it here. Teachers, I was yeah, like, I was like <laughs> and I thought everybody was loud here. Right. But I'm like, I guess now I'm loud too. So I can't really, you know, it balances. So yeah, definitely. I see some similarities as well. Okay. Fair. Okay. So you guys, we're going to wrap up today and we hope that you guys enjoy this episode and let us know what culture you're from or what country you're from and what are the different things that you guys do in your culture. And you can always give us any comments or anything on our social media handles. And Shanique, what are our social media? So you can follow us on IG at evolving.gems. You can shoot us a tweet over at Twitter on gems podcast one, or you can send us an email at gems T T E A 2021 at gmail.com. Okay. And you go, guys. Even though we're all different, just remember that we're all one and Jesus loves us all. And I hope that you guys have a blessed week and you guys enjoy the rest of your day or anything, whatever you are. Just have a great one and Jesus loves you. You guys have anything else to add? Love y'all. Love y'all. See you next time.